This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm your host, the 62nd most popular DM in Russia, and I'm here with Austin Brady, Zaldwin, the lost astronaut, and Mordecai and Adia, twin soul apostates. Cody Smith, Carl Gauss, technological prodigy, and space pirate Grundle. John Cayley. Nivitz Pozu, the eccentric scientist, and Mr. Goy, the butcher of all things. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy Arms Oliver, undisputed universal pit champion. And Billy Boom, not quite sure what I am right now. Uh, before we start, I want to shout out a huge thank you to uh, those of us who have been leaving us five-star reviews on Apple. Uh, specifically, we've got Jebst, Bean Sauce, and Monkfish75. You guys rock. Thank you so much for the feedback. Also wanted to congratulate Krista, who won our Seabreeze Dragon Dice giveaway. Uh, Krista, you're awesome, and thank you so much for supporting the show. We really want to use all the parts of the dragon. <laughs> we, have, we have a longer set of some announcements that we will be dropping soon, so please stand by. A lot of really cool things that will be happening in the coming weeks as we continue to grow. And a lot of these things you definitely won't want to miss. So please get caught up, stay caught up, and uh, we're going for a ride real soon. But enough housekeeping. On to the motherfucking show previously on The Homebrew. The crew and the convicts met after the hawk picked up the Oasis escape pod. They discovered that they were linked by some type of bluish energy that sort of resembled essence, but before they could fully talk it out and finish their famous Kellen grilled cheese, they were hailed by none other than Crusher Mania host, Will Baxter. Will Baxter was traveling with Johnny Silverface, who had bought out Oliver's incomplete Crusher Mania contract and demanded a rematch. He wanted to prove to Tip Tap that Oliver was beaten fair and square in their last encounter. While they fought, the strange voice from Carl's radio show, now a little bit older, appeared again and revealed itself to be an AI. A series of drones destroyed Johnny Silverface's ship and started attacking the Hawk. That caused Johnny's crew to attack the Hawk's crew. During the pandemonium, Oliver, who appeared to be losing ground against Johnny, got a second win and laid Johnny out with a series of three incredible blows. Will Baxter was taken over by the mysterious AI and almost took over Carl's brain when Grundle showed the world his PDS cannon is not just for the box and blew the AI hijacked Will Baxter to bits. And we are picking up right there on the journey to Terra. Uh, we have a few goons as they were uh, locked away in the bridge. Thanks to Zaldwin and Mr. Goy, we've got an unconscious Johnny Silverface, uh, and you've got a relatively damaged ship. What do you do? Ooh, um, I think Oliver will lock up Johnny Silverface with his goons, or in a in a yeah, with the goons. Okay. And um, Billy is probably at work with the engines and other vital systems on the ship right this moment. Zaldwin is throwing on a uh, spacesuit and uh, hopping into the Oasis shuttle and is going to go on the outside of the ship and make some repairs uh, while he is out there. Perfect. Yeah, Carl walks over to Mordecai and says, uh, 
hey, I got this thing on autopilot, but you mind just watching and making sure that it doesn't, you know, veer into any asteroids? I'm going to go take a look around. I can, uh, yeah, I can do that. No problem. Thanks, buddy. Sounds good. So just to paint the picture a little bit, guys, um, you are currently, you know, obviously have a few extra passengers than before. Uh, You are about two days travel from Terra right now. Uh, You will need to go from the Solace system where you are currently, which is outside of Pagara, and you will need to head to the Sol system. All right. Are there um, are there any um, like uh, trading posts or what do you call them spaceports that we may be able to stop for uh, repairs? Repairs, drugs, yeah. potions. Absolutely. So on items. your journey, you could start at the summit. You could stop at the summit, which is the OIT headquarters. It is a massive space station. Everything that you would need. You could stop at Not HQ, which would have ship repairs. It would have basic supplies, things like that. This is where General Not ships are built. And then uh, if you're if you're feeling brave, you could just stop at Terran Command which is also a space station. Oh, no. But, yeah, it's a it's Terran Command, so it is going to be like you think it's going to be. There would definitely be some um, problems with Mordecai's X's on his face and maybe even Grundle, and they, uh, you know, Terrans tend to be a little bit more authoritarian and maybe a bit xenophobic, but, um, yeah, you have plenty of options as far as where to stop in this system or the next system or even all the way in the Sol system. I would say probably the benefit of stopping at Terran Command would be getting information on how to actually land on Terra, since it is a little bit protected. I'm almost a little worried, I'm maybe a lot worried, about uh, bringing attention to ourselves in the Sol system, so I may not want to stop. Yeah, I can't imagine Carl is super eager to head right to the Terran Command. Uh... My knee-jerk is the summit, but I'm willing to go to not HQ, too. It sounds interesting but Our ship is a general not ship oh yeah it is true yep. that they might give you some shit about uh sticking a maxwell engine in there but it would all be in good fun yeah um, right. on the along the way uh can we try to get uh carl to uh use this galaxy to galaxy to find a buyer for a oasis pod uh, i think i'd rather hang on to it for a little while Carl is a potential buyer of the Oasis. I think I might want to hold on to it myself, but... Maybe we can sell it when we're done researching it. Fair enough. Well, I can't make plans for you. Hmm. Well, my vote's on not HQ. Yeah, I think not HQ might be a good place to give repairs, stock up. Okay. So, everyone, you will have taken a long rest at this juncture. Um, a day of travel will get you to not HQ. Uh, let's say you know, probably three, four hours from now, uh, the Johnny and his three remaining crew will have awoken. I would say Johnny is not like yelling or banging. If you were to pass by the brig there, you'd see him kind of sitting in the corner sulking. Oliver will go to the window of the thing and microphone in. We're going to be stopping at Knox HQ. Uh... You guys can, you know, go about your business once we get there. Uh, Johnny looks up and he just says, My my crew is 
Where, where's everyone else? Everyone in there with you is all that's left. I told you, if you started anything on our ship, we'd kill you. And, well, some of your boys wanted to start shit. He, you can't, he's very silent, and it's hard to kind of read his face because of the silver mask, but there is no response. Well, whenever you want to fight for the belt again, I'm always around. And Oliver will walk away, go about his business. Yep. So uh, for dinner that night, Kellen has made, um, she's made some soup, some cold cuts, you know, feeding everybody. Uh, She takes a plate to the brig, of course, and feeds those guys. And as she's coming back, she does say something to Oliver. She's just like, is there there any reason we got to keep those boys locked up? They've been through enough. I mean, what do you think? I don't know. I put them in there. I thought they'd try to kill us after everything that happened. I mean, you know people better than I do. I I know. I, I know I tend to be a bit naive about these things, but I, I don't think there's any fight left in those boys. Kind of sad. I mean, we're, we're living out of this ship. I don't know. They, they might have lost their home and lost a lot of their friends all at the same time. Yeah, that is true. I'll ask Carl. See what he thinks. Um, Oliver will go to Carl, uh, like, after leaving uh, Kellen and just come and be like, Hey, boss, I was talking to Grandma Kellen, and she thinks maybe we should let those guys out of the cell, you know, seeing as we uh, killed all their friends and their ship got blown up. Maybe they'd be more comfortable not in prison cell on a ship. Huh. You don't think they're going to try and kill us or get revenge or something? You know, if I'm being honest, I don't think they have a lot of fight left in them. All right. Well, I, I guess. Where are they going to be? Well, I don't know. Like, around? They can sit in the rec room or something. Oh, my God. I always got room. Well, keep them out of my face. I don't want to see them for the rest of the voyage. All right. All right. I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make sure. Um, Oliver heads down to the prison cell. Um, kind of looks through the window. Yeah, no change. Uh, Silverface is still sitting in the corner, uh, sulking. So, uh, hey, um, look... Grandma Kellen was saying, like, maybe we could let you guys out. We're going to Knott's HQ, and you guys can get off of there. But uh, if you're willing to, like, not start any trouble, we could let you at least, you know, hang out, get something to eat, you know, whatever. He slowly stands up and walks towards the door. Um, Oliver hits the release button on the door, and it opens. And... He says, <clears throat> look, uh, it is what it is, but I just need you to know we didn't have anything to do with blowing up your ship, and we didn't intend for any of this bloodshed. It was just supposed to be a fight, right? He looks down, um, pulls out his little tablet, uh, starts to scroll through it. Um, he holds up a document to you and you would recognize it to be the contract that he had mentioned before and he just uh he just i don't i just need to know did you did you throw that first fight um oliver sighs and he kind of like he was like making eye contact but then that eye contact breaks at this point he kind of looks down at his feet and it really shows he he becomes very you know like he does from time to time becomes much more kid-like and his age starts to show, and he says, Look, man, Lucky owned me. I did what he told me to do. I threw that fight. 
but no one owns me anymore, and I ain't never going to throw anything ever again. He nods and kind of squares his shoulders and then holds out the um, the tablet to you, and it looks like you basically just need to like pop a thumbprint on there, and it will be yours. Yeah, I, I uh, hold my hand out, and my little thing pops out and connects to the pad. Look, uh, I... I know I'm not as strong as you are, but I'm still pretty strong, and I, I'm, <clears throat> I don't, I'm not really good with the feelings. I'm sorry. Um, if you need anything at all, uh, I might not have much of a crew, but we can still, we can still get some things done. And I feel indebted to you, and um. Yeah, and he holds up. He like holds up his arm like crossways to you. Oh yeah, I meet him with mine. And he just nods and kind of somberly, uh, he and his crew wander out and towards the the wreck area. Yeah, Oliver will wander probably back to his room at that point. Okay, and also that night while you guys are eating and chilling, uh, as you start to approach General Knotts. Um, Jaden uh, approaches you guys, so kind of gathers everyone so that everyone is together. And he has a kind of a pile of the journals that he recovered from the sojourn. And he says, hey, uh, so I think I found something. Maybe, Nivitz, maybe you can take a look. But uh, there's this spell in here that my dad was using. Um, yeah. And he makes an incantation and waves his hand and the blue lines that are connecting all of you reappear and he says yeah this is uh my dad didn't know what it was he said he theorized it was some sort of proto essence or some sort of like form of essence or something but it it tends to be a lot more active around the ruins and so i was thinking uh based on kind of how he did it that we can use this spell to see it then we can kind of coral maybe you can record what it looks like and then we can use the ship to scan and look for this specific energy on a planet because where it's going to be most dense is going to be where the ruins are um he he talks very you can tell he's taking notes for himself in the journal so it's not always like super contextual and there's a lot of acronyms and stuff, but like I'm doing my best with it. It's just, it's really hard. But I think this is how we find it. And mm. all of these ruins are like oh. weird. Like stuff happens. I guess like life acts differently. And I was thinking back to Prosperity Bay about how the the robotic wolves and stuff, like I've never seen anything like that. And I think maybe they were assisted by this magic. And, uh, I, it just seems like life acts a little differently in the proximity of these ruins. So I think those are clues to how we can find where the ruins are going to be when we go to a planet. Because planets are big, and obviously we can't, you know, it'd be hard to find. But I think this will work. If you want to, Carl, if you want to, like, scan it. Yeah, no problem. So Carl uh, kind of stands back and focuses his visor and hands, and hands, focuses his visor and uses one of his cybernetic dice to begin the recording process and starts taking down all the notes that he needs and hooks into the computer, kind of tentatively touches his data ports for a second, thinking of what almost happened, and then jacks into the computer and uh, uploads all the information and starts creating like a 
kind of a scanning pattern and a system for future planets. They start testing it on little asteroids as we go by. So functionally, the Hawk can now scan for clusters of this type of essence energy. Do you get? You guys remember? <laughs> I've been kind of dancing around it. It's probably good to just clarify. In this world, in my world's homebrew, your magic, uh, your who you are, um, the suns, the planets, magical items. Basically, everything is built up of essence. It is the stuff of life. It's the spark of life. It is. It is. It's who you are, right? Like it's your. It's your soul power, basically. Um, it's mid of mid of fucking glorious. Uh, right. Um, but it's purple usually when you can see it. So usually when people use this magic for necromancy or for whatever they're using it for, it's purple. This is new. But Jaden is identifying it as a type of essence based on his father's journal and Nivets as you kind of would look over Jaden's notes and the, the journals that he has, you would corroborate, corroborate, Jesus, I pick bad words, that um, it is, that is essentially the, the translation. Hmm. You're on to something here, Jaden. Nivitz is going to just dive into those journals just because what they contain. You just get to like start picking up the journals and like cross. Hey, um, can you not them. write in these ones? I'm tr- I have like extra notebooks. We could like 3D print you a notebook. Um, Hell, you want extra notebooks? Sure, sure. I'll no. 3D print the, some of them. Yeah, no, I just you kind of drew in the last one and like Nivitz walks away with journals and starts 3D okay. printing some new notebooks. I was reading. Okay. Okay. And then after that, you guys rest. Do you guys want to do anything else before you sleep? Uh, Zeldwin is going to go and tinker around with Hermes. Just as a fucking thing, because he can do that. I'll drop the rolls in as soon as Zeldwin's stuff comes up. As a note, it is day 21. So um, there, you would you need to roll for day 19 and day 20 also from when you last rolled. Because two days passed for you to get to Picara. Thank you. And good note for everyone at home. Uh, I know there's a little bit of a time jump there with the convicts. Uh, This is day 21 of the adventure. Um, Billy would have, other than coming out to eat, Billy hasn't left the engine room really since the battle. And um, yeah, it's going to look a little different when somebody goes in there. I mean... Dr. Kellen would absolutely come check on you and bring you, like, a nice tea and some granola bars. Hey, honey, I, you should probably take a break. You've been at it for a while. I your last half my own heart, but I'm good. You just keep bringing me vittles, and I'm going to get this engine right proper. What are, you, what are you doing? That's a lot of... Is all that extra stuff? What's all that... What's that pile? Oh yeah, this is uh needed parts and doodads, things limiters, things that stupid people put on there because it's gonna I don't know why. Well, I mean, this one, this stops it from exploding if you go too fast. Uh this one um stops radiation leaks as like a secondary, but it also limits the power output. Either way, uh it's a beautiful engine. It is. These things. Not many people can work on them. They're insane. I love them. I'm so excited. Uh, we're just going to add a couple things, take a couple things off. Uh, there's a bunch of crap here that some rook put on here. We'll get rid of that. And, uh, yeah, we'll be running more efficient in no time. And she puts her hand on your shoulder. Well, that's nice, honey. You promised me that you will sleep tonight, okay? 
Oh yeah, yeah, a couple hours at least. Promise. Um, let's make it a more more than a couple. And she, yeah, she walks out. Um, Mr. Coy will walk in, and I can provide you with a sedative if you need one. You get your damn gun <laughs> away from me. All right, you hear me? Shoot you. You didn't have to shoot me in the shuttle. We were five feet from each other. You still did. There's very limited entertainment in a shuttle for seven years. Hey, I'm I'm really tired from helping you here. You can hook me up with one of those sedatives. I'm going to go lay down. So describe to me convict crew as as Jaden and Kellen or whoever you kind of befriended um, shows you your quarters. Um, and, of course, you have access to the 3D printer. We did this with your first characters and got some weird shit from Oliver, but other than that, pretty cool. <laughs> what does your room look like? Uh, Billy is a prison cot, like S, like a like two chains up the wall, hang like almost like a bunk bed, like higher, and underneath it is a full workbench um, with just like scrap parts and things that he finally can like spread out and take out of his backpack now that he's not crammed in with the boys anymore, and a couple things that he has literally just like taken off the hawk since he's been there that he just kind of filched like just just like snatched bits and pieces off the ship as he's been walking around that he doesn't feel like anyone's gonna notice and it's yeah it's all they're all in like like semi half finished bombs and guns and some look like toys can we acknowledge that at some point i feel like uh uh zalduin and Billy are going to be in direct contest with each other because Zaldwin likes to fix things and Billy kind of likes specifically to break things. <laughs> Make it better. Break things in a fixy way. It's not broken. It's better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's literally everything missing. Everything is gone. I don't know where it is. You have to... Turn off the engines to use the coffee pot now. Like, what the what the hell? <laughs> what is um? What does Mordecai's room look like? I imagine Mordecai's room. Like the first thing that Mordecai probably like printed off was like an old school Walkman, like some sort of thing that takes like cartridges, not necessarily cassettes, but just like big clunky, like almost like eight tracks with like a handle you know, that have, like, a couple hundred songs on them just into it. Um, And then probably just, like, punching bag, sleeping bag, everything's a bag. (laughs) Um, And um, I think Adia also has compelled him to maybe print out um, some kind of, like, small altar or something, but... uh, Mordecai themselves isn't really sure how to interact with it. Uh, it's something that Adia is is going to teach him how to use. Grundle? I think Grundle's room is extremely empty. There's <laughs> nothing in it. I just picture they did how to use the three. He just there's just nothing, and he's like a blanket on the floor. Yeah, he's just got like a he's just nothing. And a rock. a rock, right? A rock, <laughs> a rock. <laughs> to sleep under. <laughs> Dr. Kellen would offer to, like, help you. She's making sure you're all settled. So if you um, have any requests... And a hat rack. You need a hat rack. A hat rack. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, if she would offer to help, um, he'd be like, oh, I just want a, a blanket 
and a, okay. a hat rack. Okay. Because Mr. Guy said I could. There was a. I could do that. Yeah, we can do a hat rack. All right. Would you like a bed? Uh, can you, yeah, big one. What do you do for fun? Kill stuff. Okay. You want some video games? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, we'll get you some video games where you can kill stuff. There's lots of violent video games. Yeah. What's a video game? Well, I'll have Carl show you, okay? All right. Okay. I like video games. You just asked me what they were, Grundle. I like them. Okay. <laughs> I want them. Yeah. No, absolutely, big guy. Hey. <laughs> how many are there? Oh, man. Uh, How many stars are in the sky, Grundle? Uh, I don't know. Exactly. Uh, a lot. Yep. We'll get you some video games. We'll get you. How will I know which ones I like? Well, you can just try different ones until you find one that you like. Good lord. Yep. All right. Well, thanks. Absolutely. Do you have any special medical needs that I need to be aware of? Peanuts. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right, I. She takes that very seriously. Like she gets out a little, one of those little flip books and writes that down. Yeah, they found that out in prison. Zeldon overhears that and jettisons his peanut plant through the <laughs> airlock. <laughs> and I'm a little nervous to ask, but Mr. Guy, what's your room look like? Mr. Guy's room is he's just just a nice, simple like small bed and one of the walls connected to the wall and then the other side just has mortar pedestals series of beakers with little tubes connected to them that are here to the wall for experiments and various other boxes like um imagine almost like a part of one of the walls is just like a little filing cabinet of like little drawers that are just like names that you can't quite read because they're in his own code of like what the ingredients are inside he has his own little shop set up in there nice which dr cullen would be very interested in i don't know why i'm playing her so much tonight oh uh what's all this do you do you do you mix i'm a bit of an alchemist myself oh yes i am uh, quite proficient with ancient eastern medicines herbalism east? how far east <laughs> i i don't know why i said eastern i'm sorry <laughs> it's I, it's I am very proficient in ancient medicines Oh, and the like. I am a bit of a healer myself. I'd love to compare notes sometimes. Oh, really? Well, not a healer. That is a lie. I am very much a healer. Who said? Who said? Oliver was that? Who was that? Ignore Billy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm quite proficient with healing. Just some people just don't like my methods. Yes, we'll leave it at that. Anyone who was in uh was in like the vicinity you would see like a not a normal doctor kind of like pursed lips and nods and then just kind of scurries out of there <laughs> all right well you guys are at not hq um <laughs> i wasn't expecting to do this improv time who's at the helm uh i believe that would be mordecai mordecai you're being hailed uh, Mordecai quickly uh, reaches over and grabs a helmet and slips it on. <laughs> uh, hello! Hey there! 
I see you've got a spaceship that doesn't suck ass. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, sir. So what what are you gonna be on a on the station for? How can I help such a distinguished customer such as yourself? Uh, some of the lads were looking to buy some I don't know some weapons, some guns. Uh, yeah, guns. Guns. Hell good. yes. I like guns, brother. Hell yes. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna be friends. What's your name? Oh fuck. <laughs> oh, Francis. Francis? We already have a Francis. Francis? Nice to meet you, Francis. Yeah. I also don't suck ass. Oh, that's a shame. I was really looking forward to that. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well we're gonna we're gonna put you up in dock sixty-nine. <laughs> oh yeah, brother. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Alright, so I don't know why I just did that, but you're cleared to I dock. Like this guy. We came to the right port. And Docking and 69ing? Yeah. Damn, son. Um, you dock at port 69, which is just a marvel that that was available. It's one of the most exclusively demanded docking stations in all of General Knots. Uh, this place is exactly what you think it is. There's, everything is camo. There are beards. There are bellies. There is, like... Uh, when you walk in it's like basically people drinking beer and all of them have like really visible firearms like on their hips at all times um there's all there's like a variety of like flag stores there's exotic meats and jerkies there's all sorts of there's like one out of place uh golf store that looks a little fancier um, but other than that, it's it's just like all all beards, all chicken wings, all beer, like exa- <laughs> exactly how you would kind of imagine that this would be. Um, and smells yeah, like my dad in here. It absolutely <laughs> smells like your father, um, depending on maybe not Oliver's. Um, hey, where's but, the best oh, bro shop? Soon. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean, you guys can do whatever you want. I did not plan this part out. So you guys, if you're just restocking, getting repairs, um, if you want to go around, I'll keep making shit up. But whatever you want to do. Hey, Zaldwin, how much cash do we got on it? Let's see. Um, in the treasury, we have, let me pull up the account right here. I think it's 4,000 credits. Yeah, mm. it's 4,000 credits. for. God, I thought we had more than that. Group treasury. No. If we're a little low on funds, I do have these uh, rather interesting weapons from an old friend of ours that passed away. Maybe we can find some collectors on the station. Seems like the place. Mr. Goy will go back to his room, grab his duffel bag with Tevian's old guns, and show them to Carl. Oh, wow. These are antiques. Yeah, I bet we could get a lot of money for these. Indeed. Well, I might talk to my friends about it, but... He was particular about this Gauss rifle. Oh, baby. Yeah, I haven't seen one of these for, like, since I was a kid. This was, like, a little play thing I used to toy around with. I used to build these. Uh, these are, like, two or, I don't know how many thousand years old. Uh, one of my descendants built these, I think. Your, your descendants? Or, wait, ancestors? No, I was about to ask you some very awkward questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Mr. Guy, I mean, you were in the room... 
I, you know, I have a kid out there somewhere now, but I was trying I, not to remember that. Yeah, we don't have to go into that. Look, we ain't gonna use him, and as long as we don't tell Grundle, everything should be fine. But uh, we need better armaments on your boy back here, the Hawk. I don't know. She's all right, yeah. I guess, but uh, she needs some work. To be honest with you, when we uh, built her and equipped her, we didn't think we would be getting in any major dogfights in space. Just thought we'd need something to show them that we weren't pushovers. Yeah, well... I'm not going to say that you're going to get into a lot of dog fights with us here, but uh, you're definitely going to get in a lot of dog fights with us around. Well, Billy, you seem to be kind of a weapons expert. What can we get with four grand that can soup us up? We've got two missiles in the back, but we don't have a missile bay. I bought them because they were on sale. <laughs> nice. Uh, can I roll, what is it, Arcana for engineering? Um, so cost-wise, I wouldn't... Make you do that. Uh, man, you guys are listeners. This is DMing. This is not (laughs) where I thought I'd be at this point in time tonight. Um, okay, I guess generally, could could we afford anything right now with four thousand? It's oh, there we go. Okay, yep. So, a light weapon, you guys have two medium weapons and a light weapon. You do not have the ability to mount a heavy weapon or a railgun, you'd have to be retrofit to do that. I did not specifically say a cost for retrofitting. That would not be like a normal service. You'd normally need to upgrade your ship. Could possibly Billy retrofit the ship himself, given enough time. Uh, could could Billy? Uh, Billy would be able to do the engineering and the architecture. Zaldo would be able to do the, the welding and the framework. Um, Grundle would be able to do the heavy lifting. Yes. Uh, I'd say give me a 1d20 on how many days that would take. Minimum five days. 13, probably? <laughs> yeah. So if you wanted to give up um, one of your medium weapon bays, yeah. I would allow you to install heavy or a missile bay to fire missiles. All right, all right. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Billy's going to look to little crown goes, look. We don't want to get added. Let me talk more. I'm sorry. If you added, (laughs) (laughs) if you wanted to add a weapon slot. Yeah. um, I would say subtract one AC for a light weapon slot, two AC for a medium slot, three AC for a heavy slot. So we would keep the two slots we have currently on the ship and we would add a third, but we would lose. Basically. Yeah. This is my version of how Billy operates. If you want to strip off a bunch of general knots armor, to the gall of everyone watching at this space station. If you wanted to strip off a bunch of the extra weight, as you would call it, yeah, and turn that into weaponry, I would allow it. There's just there's gonna be a cost, right? Okay, Billy, Billy, look at yeah. the, all the holes in my ship. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. I can't afford to lose any more armor on this. We now we came look. in here putting. Well, well, listen, listen. The reason you had so many holes is because you had no bullets to throw at the enemy. If you had more firepower, you would have less holes. It's just simple math. You know what I'm saying? Uh, is this some of that common core math? I don't fucking understand you. I mean, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Skittish. We won't go. And I, me personally, I put a big heavy flat cannon on the top of this baby, and we just be blasting things to the other side of the sector, all right? But 
If you don't want to take all the armor off the top of the ship for the heavy slot, we'll go with a small slot. Just give us a little extra oomph. You lose just a little bit of armor. For now, just try it out. Take it for a spin. Don't let any of these patsies retrofit the ship. We can do it ourselves. It'll be easy. Like, do this all the time. Try it. Try it out. I mean, if we try it out and it sucks, when you die. Look, I've crashed a lot of ships. I ain't dead yet. All right. Well, good for you. The worst thing to say right now. <laughs> Look, if she's a good, if she got good bones, she gonna make it. All right. We just gonna give her the tools. Just to just to pour fuel on this fire, I want to pour some fuel on this fire because I love the Zaldwin Billy fighting. Uh, you could also remove a weapon, and I would give you the equivalent AC for removing weapons and adding armor, just to just to keep this argument going. Well, hey, I could see doing that. Take the fucking uh, weapon off the front end and put more armor on the piloting, and that sounds like a win. Turtle until you flip it over. It ain't gonna help you in the end. I mean, come on. Well, our problem, I'm telling you, Billy, our problem wasn't the lack of guns. It was the lack of people to fire the guns. Because you guys were all watching Oliver fight instead of save our ass. Oi. I got to that beautiful engine just as quick as I could. And if I wouldn't have gotten to that engine, we would have been sitting ducks and blowing up to a million smithereens. And I, I greatly appreciate that you did that, but the rest of the crew thought it would be a great old idea to watch Oliver finish Silverface. All I'm saying, as the voice of experience, I don't know how many space battles you young snaps have been in, but I've been in a few, all right? And nine times out of 10, the heavy armored slow fuck is the first one to go down. That's all I'm saying. We need more bullets, we need more damage, we need more firepower. You want them to roll up and be terrified to start fighting with you. That's all I'm saying. That, or you'd be fast enough to run away. And right now, you know. Battle stations, everyone's got to hit those guns. Yeah, yeah, that's all we got to do. You got enough armor. Well, she's a, she's a heavy bird regardless, right? We don't put, we don't go with the heavy, right? I, I, I can, I can compromise, all right? But give us just one more gun, a little more bite gonna be good she's not a fast bird we get us into a fast bird i'll i'll reconsider you know what i'm saying zaldwin uh pulls out a, a map of the hawk and uh also notes we also i think based on the the most recent issues you need some extra doors on this motherfucker we people were going down the wrong hallways we gotta put more doors Maybe we can lose some weight there. Um, and quite frankly, we do have the Oasis shuttle. I mean, could we slap a light gun on there and, you know, I can fly around the ship in that? Yes. I didn't think about that before, but yes. I'll need uh, I'll need some parts to put a new steering column in. Oh, yeah. That thing's going to need a total overhaul. When I was trying to get it in the bay, it was it was. I'm going to say 1d4 for the shuttle and 1d4 for every door that you want to add. And that's adding time. Um, Billy will mull it over for a second, what Austin just said, and he'll go. The world, players, eye contact here, the world is going to continue moving. They have not yet considered what is going to happen if you are going to take the time to do this right now, if you're going to add weeks. Okay. But the okay. world is continuing to move. So how, okay, so with that being said, you know, uh, Grundle's a real damn good pilot. And if you want to throw a gun on that little bird and we can retrofit her into a fighter, 
I kind of like that idea. A little, you know, uh, escort for the old tanky bird. I like that. I like that a lot. Now, that means we just buy the parts up. I can get to work on her and we can go about our merry way. Business as usual. Uh, extra doors and such. Uh, I don't know. I'll do what you want me to do um, as far as that goes. But uh, it ain't so bad. I mean, I don't even really care. We could just punch a hole in the side. What? I mean, well, I wouldn't like it to be that. I'm not sure. We could just flash well a hole in the engine room and then you could go in the one side pretty easy but then if we're boarded it's a one shot to the you should also uh while i'm thinking about it lock your engine bay when you're in a firefight that's uh that's something you should do in the future how's that work can is we... this a code lock where is it unlocked from i, I need details i need details because i will find a way to monkey paw this shit I think we should uh, voice command the onboard AI to lock the doors when we say to lock the doors. That's a little odd, yeah. And have it be like voice recognition so we can't just have some randos be like... General not ship, which specifically does not have voice recognition. You could do a key code, but you'd have to be... You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you just generally... You keep it locked and just use the key code to get in when you need to get in there. What's the key code? 4221. <laughs> 69420? Six, six, I put 4221 already, um, which is definitely not my wife's credit card. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely not my wife's credit card security code. No one steal her credit card. Um. So we agreed we're going to make a fighter jet out of the Oasis jump ship. The, uh, 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 what do you call them? Bail ships? Escape pod. Yeah, we're going to turn the escape pod into a fighter. Are you buying the parts and doing it later, or are you doing it now? Um, I, my, I'm i under the uh, idea of buying all the parts, and then I that can be my project whenever we're in transit. Like, if we don't, if it's, I, I'm assuming now it'll be ready by Terra. I'm just, I want to do it in the as we move forward. Yeah. Got it. And Billy's super excited now. All right, see, I knew we'd come to an understanding there, Zal. See, you, you're not a bad bloke, you know that. We're, we're going to have some fun with this. And don't worry, Grundle's a good pilot, and if he gets blown up, I think he might survive the vacuum of space. I'm not quite sure we haven't tested it yet, but, you know, we'll get there. I was talking to him earlier. Do you, do you, did you know he has, like, 23 kidneys? <laughs> yeah, 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 he does have a lot of organs in there. It's fucked up. I mean, I only have four kidneys. Yeah, I watched uh, uh, Mr. Guai do open surgery on him in the middle of the escape pod. That's what the big stain on the middle of the floor is. Um, didn't seem to bother him none, but we lost one or two organs that day. Uh, Jesus. Why like- were you doing surgery on him? Space Jesus. Oh, uh, we were really... And then Grundle said... He had stones. He wanted us to do it for whatever reason. For the reason, I'm sure, but... We were like, fuck it, let's do it. And it worked out pretty well. Um, it was like 13 hours of fun. Sounds like a great time. I have this dried one around my my necklace. Around my neck to you. Oh, yeah, That's, I forgot about that. It's a little, uh, little, you guys are freaking me out a little bit. Oh, uh, you'll, you'll get used to it, Kylie. What? All right. So, uh, I, are you spending the 13 days to retrofit the hawk? No. 
No, you're just you're compromising I, on the escape pod. Now I got yeah, he got me on the making the drop pod into a fighter, so that's what I'm gonna do. And uh, we're gonna leave what old weapon are you buying? Which light weapon? Um I you know, in my mind I'm thinking black because I'm just thinking like like an old fighter plane style. Yeah. Okay. So subtract five hundred credits. And then I will need like general assembly parts because I'm going to have to make like a dash array and a fucking steering column because the thing doesn't have one and this is this is general knots HQ like I feel like there's just metal laying around everywhere there's just piles of parts and like a lot of people pointing at different parts and talking about what they could like do with them and oh yeah yeah there's just a scrapyard out in space absolutely yeah it's a 24 hour gun show it, it is like it's, at, at a at a county fair. Yes, uh, the bar is there's like Crusher Mania on every screen all the time. Um, does Oliver get off the ship at all? Yeah, Oliver comes. Every with the- single goddamn person on this station recognizes you. Oh yeah, but they don't. It's more like they like dad nod at you, and yeah. they, <laughs> you know what I mean. They like maybe tip you the beer. They don't. You know what I mean. It's not weird, but everyone recognizes you. Um, is there the any uh, like airbrushed, uh, like heavy arms tank tops with like fringe at the bottom? Oh my there, god, there is now. <laughs> yep, it's one of them that just has a shirt that says, I'll make your front look like your back. Yeah. <laughs> look like your back, yes, and it says the exact same thing on the back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But there's uh, there's pictures for two credits right now at the pub. Um, there's a band, there's a cover band playing right now. Um, it's all all it's 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 not a terrible place. Like you feel like there's probably some like underlying problematic issues that you could uncover if you stayed long enough. But I mean, it's it's interesting novelty wise. I kind of like it here. Uh, Mordecai is canonically getting a like black tank top that says, I'm with stupid, and just points down at his crotch. (laughs) Uh, And, like, a a camo, like, baseball cap that he's going to wear backwards. Yep. Mordecai fucking loves it here. Yeah. Cool. Well, if there's no other exploration needed, we will set off. Anyone? Um, Is there any way that we can get, like, maybe some low-tier, like, items here, as far as, like... Anything, Armor, magic items. Anything, any gen, any non-magical item is for sale in my space stations. So okay. you can find credits for crowbars, rope, rations. You do have a 3D printer, just remember, which I've kind of taken out that in my game. Like, you can kind of print yeah. anything. Um, yeah, general purpose stuff. <laughs> obviously, it's constricted to the patterns that you have or your artistic abilities. So, yeah, you can buy whatever you want. Any any non magical item, um, yeah. I also would like to call back that uh, Mr. Goy is the worst. Not Mr. Goy. Nivitz is the worst pet owner in the history of mankind, as there has been a teacup dragon, cute, adorable little thing, yet to be named, has been living with you for a long time. It is it is just the sweetest little thing. It really has, you know what I mean? It like Correction, almost. Seems nobody human. has asked me what its name is. It's just, it's an adorable little thing. Everyone except Nivitz thinks it just doesn't have a name and it just exists. For your information, his name is Charles Baldwin IV. 
Esquad. Okay. Wait, what happened? To first three? I love what Charles happened? Baldwin. How have you gotten to four? We only had one. Well, you've only had one. Oh shit, that got weird. Wow. Well, you should bring him out of your room sometime and let us pet him. <laughs> Grundle, Grundle, do not kill the teacup dragon. Let's be Grundle honest, he's kind never. of just wanted to stay in the room after that. The elf man entered the ship. Just, yes, he, he's got a bad vibe from him. And the big guy who keeps saying he killed a dragon. Can, can I pet Charles Barkley? <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we really fucked it up, Addy. We can't even pet Charles Barkley. <laughs> no, okay. name, okay? You'll have to give him time to warm up to you. I can go get the toaster. What are you going to do with the toaster to Charles Barkley? His name's Charles Stay Barkley. Stay away. <laughs> Nivis is going to go to his room. Just lock himself in there. So pick him back up, guys. There is also some... Custom items. I'm gonna go ahead and link in our chat just so that you guys, if you need the refresher, um, there are communicators and secure communicators and alarms and hackers' tools, mechanics' tools. Um, I do recall someone not having mechanical mechanics' tools that wanted them at one point. Uh, there is life support, respirators, scrappers' tools, spacesuit walkie-talkies, so on and so forth. So take a quick look at that um, and shop as needed. And unless anyone says to stop, I think we're good to move on. Are you guys ready to head towards Terra? Uh, Billy and Oliver are. Hmm. Can I roll a perception or an investigation to see if there are any illicit drug dealers on the station? Yeah, I do insight. Like, all right. Right guy, yep. Oh, baby. Yeah, um, Oliver, there is definitely a dude. He's got like a, a cut tank top with the, the sleeves cut off, and he's got like sunglasses that have like the, the string that connects them. Yeah. And they're, they're hanging around his, and he is hanging out in one of the corners um where like scraps going back and forth and you see people kind of like approaching him and walking away and stuff and i mean you 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 get it yeah oliver just like walks up they don't even really look at him just like almost past him and kind of like leans on the wall like he's just about to smoke a cig he goes ah i'm looking to buy if you're holding the right stuff yeah i i'm sorry are you, is it are you uh, are you Oliver Heavy Arms? One and only, baby. Oh my god, that's fucking cool, dude. That's fucking sick. Yeah, what are you, uh, what are you into? Uh, my store of wake is real low. Big. Uh, oh shit, man, that's, that's a little heavy for me. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mostly, uh, yeah, wake's a little... I mean, I know a guy. I know a guy. I'm just out right now. But, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you know how it goes. But, I mean, I've got some Spice. I've got some Perform. I've got some uh, I've got some uh, TCX-12. Good stuff. TCX-12. Is is that the, is that like the, the militarized <laughs> wake? That's like lesser. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's basically the same, same fucking thing. It's just, uh, you know, a little, a little safer. 
<sighs> All right. Let me get two shots of that TCX 12. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm just going to give you the best price since you're kind of a celebrity to these guys. So it'd be 100, credit, 100 credits uh, pop. Cool. I'm good for it. Cool. All, All right. right. Onward to Terra. Another night on the Hawk. Um, what do you do? You guys do anything during this travel? Um, I asked Carl to load up my uh, injectors, my shoulder injectors, with my new drugs. Oh yeah, I'll help him with that. It's kind of a personal thing. Helen walks by. It's like, what are you guys doing? Nothing. Nothing. Go away. Not doing anything, Helen. Working on his arms. Yeah, putting on stuff. What's that? What's those? What are those vials? They're those like are for his arms. Yeah. yeah they're, they're like gas. Lean for him. Okay. All right. Well, you be careful. Uh-huh. Always. God damn it. I thought I locked that door. Mr. Goy's going to walk by and he's like, hey, what you guys putting in there? Uh, just some oil. Well, Is there a party in here? No. What's everybody doing? I, I don't think that's oil. It's, it's, it's none of your business. Oil. What is it, little man? Get out of here. Hmm. Hey, uh, uh, Oliver, can I can I borrow your razor? Oh yeah, it's over there. On the okay, oh, thank you. Wait, what are you doing with a razor? Oh, nothing. Don't worry about. It. Better not shave your ass with my razor. I'm gonna be pissed. I don't have body hair, you dumbass. Oh yeah, better not shave any weird skin off you or nothing. That's fucking gross too. But it's so itchy. No, hey, I got a mole. It does every, don't every like two to three months. I got a mole. That's oh, gross. You molt, do you? Don't say it like that. It, it, <laughs> give me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> that, you're doing it again. It's just my voice. I am sorry. I gotta get out of here. Th- th- thanks, Oliver. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's kind of relaxing. Mr. Coy's gonna just smile and wave at those two and just like, Salduin, but you have to tell me more about this molting. And just walk after him. <laughs> I don't know about you, Oliver, but I like that guy. He seems like good people. <laughs> Whatever, man. Just make sure you put those stupid things in my wake slots. Trash, but I'll deal with it. Your what slots? Uh, That's just what he calls these things in his arm. Oh, well, be careful. There's there's a there's a drug people call that, and it's what? not good stuff. Never heard of that. I don't know um, no, no, what you're talking about. Could you guys get out of here while we're trying to work? Mr. Goy is going to hear the words wake down the hallway. What? Do you guys need wake? I can make that. Wait, what? And then just continue to walk away. I don't like that guy, but I want to talk to that guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's, he's a really reasonable guy. Me and him killed some goons together. You know what? He didn't even He didn't even kill him. He just knocked him out. Oh, Speaking of which, thank you, Carl. Um, Johnny would, uh, him and his goons would offboard oh, yeah. oh, at yeah. that point on General Knots, and uh, he would probably do his kind of like arm cross with you again, Oliver, and just uh, we exchange uh, phone numbers and whatnot, and just say, uh, um, "Yeah, not a not a bad sport, little egotistical, but when I'm beat, I'm beat, and you've earned Johnny Silverface's respect." You need me. You call me. No matter where you are. No matter how far. <laughs> Sweet, oh, man. man. Uh, Enemies to lovers. If you ever need a ride and we're in the system, we'll, uh, you know, just let us know. 
I mean, how best to de- befriend someone like Johnny Silverface than kicking their ass? Right? What, are you guys cool yeah. now? Yeah, man, we were always cool. What are you talking about? Oh. I'm- and fiction writers, you know what to do. <laughs> Johnny just, uh, you know, it's hard being a pit fighter. Someone told me I lost to a thrown fight. I would try to go find him and fight him again, too. Just so happens he tried to fight the best, and that's the problem. Yeah, you didn't you didn't come clean with it, did you? I mean, oh, yeah. I totally threw that fight. You don't think he's going to tell anybody, do you? No, nah, man. Okay. And so what if he did? Who's going who's gonna to come take my fucking belt from me? Hey, you think Bill... God damn it. You think Will Baxter's still... Oh, yeah. You think there's a backup on him somewhere? Or... Roll insight, Carl. Sure. I got a oh, five on my insight check. Not the best. You know, you might just never know. <laughs> maybe he's out there. Maybe he's not. I'm sure they'll find someone else to, you know. They'll never fight. find another host like Will Baxter. Hmm? Well, as you guys travel uh, to Terra, um, this would be, for the majority of you, your first time being to a system where the sun had died. Um, it is... Even for Grundle, even for uh, even for Mister, it's just hard to not feel that just pang of despair with just the dark planets, you know, rotating around this dead ball of rock. Uh, you all are kind of experiencing the darkness for the first time. I mean, it has affected you in your lives and everything that you know you know residually but actually seeing it is just different um and uh, Terra is indeed just this black ball you know rotating there's still the stars there's still space there's still nothingness but just this uh, there's just this eeriness to this whole system uh you do know that there is the Terran command which is essentially a fleet of Terran ships and a space station this is the largest military force known to any mortal i mean this is massive um massive fleet of spaceships and a space station there is tc1 also which is the space station that is rotating around the dead planet terra and then of course there's terra and then on the far side of the galaxy near like pluto is the Styx gate, which is the uh, FTL gate that connects the Pearl galaxy where you're at and the uh, Cyrus galaxy. Um, <clears throat> it's not hard to find Terra. You guys know where you're, where you're headed. Um, there is a day of travel in here. Obviously, everyone, long rest, all of that stuff. Um, I would say at some point, uh, Carl, uh, I think Jaden probably would approach you and just say, uh, hey, uh, Carl, do you do you have a second? Uh, yeah, of course. What can I do for you, bud? Um, just I know we're kind of the same age, and some of the guys are a little older than us, and all that. And uh, I just, you know, are you doing okay? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not doing too bad. I almost got murdered the other day, but you know, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. Like, how you you doing? Everything's okay with that? Yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty good, you know. I've almost gotten murdered a bunch of times, so I'm kind of used to it. It's just been a while since the last time. How do you get used to that? I mean, I'm I'm used to it, too, of course. I just... Oh, yeah, you seem like a pretty hard guy. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I didn't... I don't know why I asked that. I'm sorry. Um, no, I'm just giving you a hard but, time. 
you know, if you needed anyone to talk to or anything, you know. Well, you know, man, we've become pretty good friends through this trip, and I really appreciate you offering that. Um, you know, I might just take you up on it sometime. I wanted to ask, uh, and you can just, we don't have to talk about it for sure. Like, no worries at all. I just, uh, that thing that like almost killed us and almost put like a USB cord in places it shouldn't <laughs> and yeah. the missiles, it thought you were its father. Okay. Well, it's a long story. It's kind of why I don't really want to talk to the Terran command, even though everyone seems to think that would be a really good idea. Um, you see, when I was a kid, I mean, you're, you probably don't know this, but humans are kind of like brushed into the fast paced life of the government. And as a boy genius, I was like super drummed into the, uh, army engineers essentially. Mm. And they had me working on some crazy stuff and I didn't even realize what I was making before I had made it. I'd made a super weapon, but I really didn't think it had achieved any form of sentience yet. So I just thought I'd put too much work into it to delete. So I selfishly tried to hang on to it for as long as I could. Um, eventually, when it got too risky, I deleted it. But I guess I made a mistake by hanging on to it for so long because it seems it, it did achieve a form of sentience. And by deleting it, it assumes I tried to kill it. Hmm. which I didn't intend to do. I really just thought I was, you know, uninstalling a program, which I'm sure if it could hear me now would be very insulted to hear right. that. But no, now yeah. that I know that it achieved a form of sentience, I'm actually really disappointed that we couldn't come to some form of an agreement. I mean, it is kind of like a child of mine, but, yeah. you know, children and parents don't always agree. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't uh, take over all the computers in the known universe. Well, um. If it was controlling all those drones, and it also was able to take over the Will Baxter module, I guess I'm not confident that we killed it, per se. Seems pretty hardy. Um, yeah, I'm pretty confident that it's smart enough to make duplicates of itself or host itself from somewhere else. Yeah. What do you, I mean, what are you going to do? Well, right now, my plan is to hide... But I don't want to stop doing the show, so I don't know. I might just take a week off while I think about it while we're on Terra. I haven't done the show since we uh, got attacked, which I've been getting a lot of emails from my fans. (laughs) Yeah, and that's crazy. I um, We had kind of a weird relationship with my dad, too, I guess. I've never thought to try to attack him. But yeah, what would you do if you ran into him right now? Would you be upset for him running off or Carl? I guess I haven't thought that far ahead. I, I don't know. My mom's dead. My dad was with this Abigail woman, this guardian of this other tomb. I, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, it feels, feels too far ahead to really fully think about but i'm i don't know well me and my parents didn't have a great relationship either believe it or not it must just be generational but Mm. they just pretty much shipped me off to college and told me to have a you know good time calling if i needed anything and just paid for all my snacks and stuff are they still Um, yeah i've last i heard they're doing great they work like 70 hours a week you should you should call them sometime 
Uh, yeah, they don't like my lifestyle choices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that, but... Yeah, I could still do that. That's a good idea. You're right. I'm lucky to still have him. And Maybe he, I'll uh, do that. He just kind of shuffles a little awkwardly and then heads out, and uh, that's that. Um, yeah, so you guys approach Tara. Someone give me a... Just give me a straight D20, and whoever is rolling it for the group, call it out. Oh, Austin rolled it. Ten. And you guys are able to approach Terra without any interference or any tails or running into any patrols. It's a um, bit quiet out here. It's extremely quiet. You you know, it's hard not to see this the massive fleet of Terran warships and i mean when i say warships i mean they look you know what i mean they make the the hawk look like a an ant i mean we're talking warships um but yeah you're able to approach Terra without any hails without any target locks anything like that um and then uh carl you're able to use the scan that jaden's spell was able to enable uh and you find a cluster of this energy's you know signatures um excellent it is um uh, it's fairly obvious you know there are there are hints of it kind of throughout the planet you know here and there but there's this one just like bright blue hotbed um and give me a history check anyone who's in the cockpit with Carl and kind of interested in this Oh, nice. Carl rolled a 12. Billy rolled a 23. Billy, um, you, for whatever reason, are a little familiar with Terran history. Um, and you know that this place, as you kind of like zoom in and whatever map quest, Google Maps <laughs> shit. Uh, and it's a place called Belleville. Uh, and it. It's not super specific, like it's not, it's not like down to the GPS coordinates or anything like that. But you see this energy around a little town that is near an ocean on one of the major continents. Uh, the ocean has since been the top layer has been frozen over, uh, and it's this town called Belleville. Um, Billy, you search, you know, whatever Wikipedia. We need a name for it for what Wikipedia is in this world. Um, you look it up, and it's this, like, corporate subsidized town that's outside of this old-world Terran uh, corporate complex uh, called Bellaton. A quick question. Um, is it common for races who survive the death of their star to stay in their system? Or is that something pretty particular to humans? That's a fantastic question. Terra is the only OIT-recognized major planet to have a star die. Gotcha. Okay. Stars are dying everywhere, and there's no new stars, and it's a problem. Yeah. Terra is the only one whose sun has died. Gotcha. They, everyone knows it's coming. There's no argument anymore. There's no debate. But, yeah, it's just Terra. Um, and I can read you a little bit of lore just as a refresher about that, but... Um, the Terran homeworld's son died. Um, How many years ago was that? 500. 500. Yeah. 
inspiration to whichever character you want there. <laughs> it's Nivitz with his 18 on history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's 500 years ago. Um, I don't remember what I was saying now. I'm sorry. What was the question? No, you answered it. Yeah, Tara's the only uh, OIT uh, race that had their son actually die. Yep. And, I mean, it is a lottery, and it's a shitty lottery to win when you think about the number of stars out there to have a populated star, a a star with a populated system die. It's a, you know, it's a 0.01% chance, but Tara fucking rolled that dice, and their son died. And it was not... It's really, in in a way, it's what caused people to start taking the darkness seriously. Um, but it was terrible for them. I mean, it wasn't like an instant death. It wasn't an explosion. It was, it was basically a massive billion-person evacuation effort. And even with their warships, even with their shuttles, even with everything that they had, there's just too many people. And it only took a week for the plant life to die. And it only took weeks after that for animals to die. And I mean, before they knew it, there was no food. There's the the surface of the earth was, you know, going towards zero degrees Celsius. Um, There are still people alive there, um, but every infrastructure, every plan, every every system that had been built broke down. Um, And it wasn't quick. It was terrible. Um, and that is when the Enders started to pop up. That is when things started to really go bad. Yeah. All right. And Belleville looks like the place. All right. Well, not a bad place to land. Uh, I've been arrested in this system a couple times, so it's good to see, uh, you know, all them guns doesn't save you from a dead star, right? <laughs> oh. Only arrested, huh? Well, the last time I saw Terran Command soldiers, they tried to kill me, so there's that. Kill you, arrest you, it's all the same thing to the Terran Command. Am I right? And he just, like, elbows Carl really hard a couple times. Yeah, right. All right, well, I guess let's put her down. Yeah, let's go start some trouble. You guys land the hawk on Terra, um, and you thought maybe you were a little bit spooked before... Um, it really sets in as the hawk sets down. And this place is dead. I mean, nothing is moving. There's no plants. There's no trees. There's Everything seems to be frozen over, but not even, like, in a pretty way. Like, there's not snow. It's just all frozen. Um, there is, in the distance, you guys park a little ways out. You do see this purple kind of dome that looks to be some sort of energy shield. And I mean, it's massive. It's city-sized um, where you know Belleville to be. Um, but I mean, this it's just like dead trees, nothingness, and it is just unsettlingly quiet and dark. It is pitch black other than that purple shield off in the distance and the glow that it sets off. Um, it's just completely pitch black. I think Mordecai especially, this unsettles you. And I think it's almost to the core. You know what I mean? Like it is, it is, uh, this concept is a part of what formed the Enders. You know what I mean? This looking into the abyss and realizing that everything was already dead and it was just a matter of time. This made you who you were at one point. 
right? And now you're somebody different, but you're being confronted with this concept all over again. Um, the hawk lands, and who is disembarking? Billy Boom. Who you take? Uh, I think I'm gonna stick here with Oliver, and we're gonna try to rearrange some of the stuff in the bay and get some space set up for Billy when he starts work on the shuttle. Well, you have fun on the ship there. Is that a win? I'm gonna check this dead planet out. Yeah. I'm with the short one. Yeah, I'm coming with. I've got some recording to do planet side. I'm not gonna have a lot of opportunities to come back here. Have fun. Make sure you don't get dead without me there. Uh, don't worry. I've got Billy and Mordecai here. They seem pretty tough. And Nivitz is always handy with an illusion. Watch your fireball. Make sure it's not you getting shot with the spells instead of your enemies. Remember that. Yeah, Nivitz. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. Alright. Before we disembark, Carl does some minor adjustments with his what do you call them? uh, Infusions. Okay. Since Oliver isn't coming with us. But other than that, I'm good to go. What you doing? Tell everyone. We want to know. Well, I'm going to add my resistant plating that I was going to give to Oliver. I'm going to put that on my own armored hoodie for now. It requires attunement, but I had plenty of time on the spaceship ride to do that. And... I'm going to bring my bag of holding, which is just one of my attunements, or my infusions here, and my Glock. Artificers, ladies and gentlemen, they just get that. Yeah, that's a really fun one. I recommend it strongly. Okay. Uh, Mr. Goy is going to look at everybody, all the the four departing. He's like, well, since I'm not going with you guys, here's the syringe. It will heal you guys in a moment of need, and he hands everybody a potion of healing just like in a syringe. Wow. I, uh, I'm taking the heaven help us. Hail Mary of fire with me, so you don't gotta watch my room while I'm gone. Uh, I'm hoping I get to use it here. It'll be pretty fun. What did you call it? Oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. It's not important at all. Oh, well, I can't wait to see it. Whatever it's called. Maybe. <laughs> I don't actually... I don't actually know what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, so you guys disembark the hawk we are with carl gauss the boy genius nivitz pozu our gnomish researcher mordecai has his you know magical root covered sword that he's dragging along behind him and billy emerges covered in this mechanical devices uh and this planet is exactly it's just quiet it's disconcerting and dead and it just makes your the hair stand on the back of your neck. Um, you walk towards this purple shield, and uh, everyone give me a perception check. Get rid of that extra. That is a 21 for uh, Marka. For Billy as well. Carl rolled a 6. So, uh, with the glow of this shield and this kind of like low fog that just seems to be everywhere... You see someone approaching you. Oh. Billy and Mordecai would see this. Yeah, I just kind of like, I don't like raise my shotgun, like add aim at it, but it's like from straight down to like semi ready. We got company on the dead planet already. Hello. 
and the the form it just the shape starts to darken as it gets closer and closer and you see that there are more than one uh you start to see another shape and then another shape and you see there's like almost a crowd of people that are walking towards you right now what the i don't like this we don't like this yeah natural there shouldn't be anybody alive down here that seems hmm uh Billy Booms, uh, uh, right shoulder of his pack, um, a, uh, mounted face fucker pops out. Uh, Carl starts recording. <laughs> <laughs> and through the fog, you start to see one of these people, uh, these mortal forms, and you see that parts of their face are missing. Oh, they might be fully skeleton. Some of them have flesh kind of clinging onto their bones desperate to regrow and this just horde of zombies starts to pour out of this fog and run towards the light and the noise that the hog hawk has produced and that my friends is exactly where we're going to pick up our next episode which is exactly where i thought we were going to start this episode (laughs) (laughs) uh you didn't want like not hq no, that was all improv. I hope it wasn't terrible. Um, it's good stuff. We it, This was, you know, I I don't mind staying listeners to be transparent with you. Tonight was a little rough. We had some technical issues. We messed up our intro about 19 different times, <laughs> which turned into a just bro haven like Hootersville that I didn't have time to plan out. I don't know if that's how I want it to be, but that's how it is now. But oh, we're returning for sure. I can't wait to go back. Um, I referenced those sunglasses with the little strands that hang around your neck, and I didn't know I was going to do that, but I did, and it <laughs> actually gave me the image I wanted to have. Um, it's inside of you. I just take this with you guys this week. If you think you can't do it, you can absolutely RP a middle-aged man with cheap sunglasses selling drugs to a child. <laughs> uh, please, guys, we absolutely... Believe in me that believes in you. All right? believe, believe in the me that believes in you. Um, guys, we absolutely... We're so blown away. I don't even have words. These last couple weeks, the amount of downloads and reviews and charting we ch- we were we hit number 48 on game podcasts in the united states goddamn fucking america which jesus i don't need serotonin when i have you guys um thank you so much please keep it up we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up um these next few weeks are going to be insane all we ask is that keep listening Follow us on our social media, and if you can find it in your heart, leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts. That stuff is gold, and we would absolutely adore being able to continue doing what we are doing, and those dopamine hits certainly don't hurt, Um, but we will catch you next week. We're all the way to episode 20. I can't believe we're this far, Um, and we will continue on to the dead planet of Terra. See you next week. Thanks, y'all. Yeah!